chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get quarantine grimy! How's the quarantine going, Flora? It's going. Another week in paradise, which is my (laughs) shitty apartment. (laughs) Hey man, you're doing your part. I'm doing my part. Mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. finishing JoJo. Uh, did yeah. that all seven million episodes of JoJo. <laughs> I yeah, you really cranked through it. I think I every time cranked. I talked to you, you were watching that. Yeah, that's all I did. Yeah. So now I'm on video games. Um, uh-huh. Playing a lot of video games. Watching a lot of movies. Still in the Discord. Good times. Okay. We watched Finn of the Opera. That was glorious. Oh my god! Wasn't it just like astounding? Yeah. yeah uh, very if you good production. Aren't in the Discord. Um, you may or may not know, but the uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber released the 25th anniversary filming thing of Phantom of the Opera, the Broadway show, um, on YouTube for 48 hours. It was up. Yeah. So we were able to watch free. it. So we're not talking about I the think, weird movie. Yeah. I think the I think proceeds from like the views and stuff went to the Actors Fund or something like yes, that. Yes. It's a fundraiser. And they're going to yeah. be doing that weekly. So hopefully Cats is soon. I... Will scream. It's my fave. <laughs> so good. So um, good. We're obviously not talking about the latest monstrosity. No, we're talking we about the classic the monstrosity. <laughs> Fucking monster. It was horrible. It was um, what uh, what video games are you playing? Um, well, I just downloaded Lego Jurassic Park mm-hmm. yesterday, yes. and I played it for. 10 hours yeah yeah it'll suck you right in huh and uh i'm 20 percent of the way done so that's a big game yeah you play it is. Through every movie individually yep i'm on the harry potter one and it yeah i think i played the first time i picked it up i played for like eight hours and i just got through year one so i was like oh i got a ways to go <laughs> yeah it's mm-hmm. insane mm-hmm. um that's a good time so doing a lot of that doing a lot of um staring at the wall uh yeah. eating yes just same shit, you know? Yeah. Just contemplating existence. Oh, reading a book? We started a book club. Oh, we did. Yeah. That was fun. That's fucking weird. Yeah, so we're <laughs> reading a book. I'm drawing weird pictures. We started a drawing challenge. We've done a lot of things. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but most importantly, not leaving our homes. Not leaving my home, no. I don't think I've everyone left needs since to stay we in. recorded last because I think I went to the grocery store like right before that, so... Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I haven't left. I go out on my balcony sometimes, and then I, I turn right around and head back inside. Like, it's too <laughs> yes. much. So. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> so how's your week? Uh, it's more of the same. I'm on a little bit different schedule than Flora in that mm-hmm. I have, like, different work days while she is not at work. And by the time you guys listen to this, I will be back at it. So Ugh. send your T's and P's to me, please. U-T's, P's, and T-P's. Oh. Toilet papers. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, I'm in need. <laughs> I think we all are. Uh, but it's been a lot of the same. I did a lot of reading as well. I was actually ranting to you before we started because I'm reading a book series. And mm. I just, I read the third book in the series over the course of like 20 hours. I just flew through it. And now I went to check out the fourth book from the library and their online library doesn't have it. What the Ugh. hell am I supposed to do? This is a very privileged problem, and I'm well aware of that, but what the hell am I supposed to do? I guess steal it. 
I've sunk <laughs> like 30 hours into this series. I would really love to just finish it. Buy it. I would rather not. <laughs> <laughs> I hate buying books. Think I'm fucking I'm sorry, made of money. Authors, but the library is like the greatest gift to humankind. <laughs> it is. It really is. Because like I a lot of it. times, you're not going to know how good a book is until you read it. I'm and so then once picky. I've read it, what? When's the likelihood I'm going to read that again? Zero. Because there's so many books to read. Yes. That like I, I can't. I get it though. There's like a collectible aspect of it. Like you have like sure. a visual and physical proof of like your accomplishments however i have a very small library because i pared it down to just the ones that i will read again well here's the thing when you have all of stephen king's collection on hardback and then you move across the country multiple times yep yep those are the heaviest and stupidest boxes and you want to die so i don't fucking recommend it because you can also just download it for like 99 cents on your kindle and it's there forever so that's so true i have regrets (laughs) <laughs> me too <laughs> many 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 regrets um but uh, other than that i baked some bread today i know i'm like playing into that quarantine stereotype yeah. and i know by saying this next thing i'm gonna play into the hipster stereotype okay i've been making bread long before it was cool <laughs> that's true though Just you have been kidding um i told I you took... my reasoning for not making bread is that if there's a single extra carb in this house Correct. i will implode so Correct. Staying away from that. Also, I'd probably fuck it up and I'd get really mad. So I'm just not. I'm just gonna avoid both of those evils. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna order pizza or something. Hell yeah, that's better. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm snuggling with my cat. She let me pet her belly today for the first time. Wow, progress! I know breaking down barriers and forming those relationships. That's awesome. And yeah, I haven't left my house in oh. many days. And yeah. I think a thunderstorm is about to hit my home. So if you hear any oh, spooky sounds, that's what it is. That's it. That's It's a thunderstorm that's about to hit my home. Lord. You guessed it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do we have any business? We don't. I just checked. We don't have any shout outs. We don't have any new patrons. So I guess everyone hates us now. That's fine. Oh my God. It just seems like it's too fresh to get into the animal, you know? I feel like we, we should talk like, about shoot the shit a little bit more. <laughs> oh, and speaking of my bread, don't go, don't anyone out there be thinking like, oh, I didn't do anything because I didn't make bread. Don't, 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 don't do that. Oh, yeah. You know? I feel yeah. like I see don't a lot of that. People are like, oh, I didn't. Else's quarantine. Exactly. Someone's out there like, oh, I didn't learn how to run a marathon or, yeah. oh, I didn't paint my dining room cabinets. Like, yeah. calm down. Everything's going to be fine. We all quarantine differently and it's all cool. Yeah, as I'm long as you listen to our podcast, that's all that nothing. matters. I've walked by the same like hair clip that I left on the floor, and it's still yes. there, and it's been there for like three weeks, and it's like in the middle of the room, and it will remain there for another three weeks. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning, I was motivated. I like hung up stuff and I cleaned, and now I just like sit in my own filth because like who's here to stop me? <laughs> <laughs> so true. There's only two people in this apart- apartment. It is God. Oh, and me. <laughs> What? <laughs> Since when? <laughs> I met Darwin. Oh. It's Dad and I, and we're here. Dad alone. and I are hanging out. He's ghosting over me. <laughs> He's cooling, just like fucking judging everything I do. <laughs> He's cooling, and you know what he said? Huh. Everyone adapts at different rates. <gasps> Flora, <laughs> that's all he says on repeat <laughs> at all hours of the night. 
just comes up to you, like, ghouls his way over. It's Everyone adapt. There's this old-ass man in my apartment, you guys. This is a call to help. He's listening right now. Someone help me. <laughs> oh, well, that seems like a you problem. Um, yeah. So that's me. I'm losing my mind. That's what <laughs> oh, I'm trying no. to say, I think. Okay, well, I'm going to ground you in reality. Yeah, in this tell moment, me about animals. And I'm going to tell you about our animal of the week. Please. So I asked our patrons to give us a bug. Bug. And you know what I got? I got a bug. So we're going to talk about a bug this week. And boy, is this a good one. <gasps> this week, we're talking about the bombardier beetle. Oh, why does that sound familiar? Maybe because I saw someone write it. in wild. <laughs> Go ahead. Google a little picture. Okay. And first thing on. I see is just a, uh, like a, shit, like an anatomical, like, drawing of just his ass. So that's cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that ass is where it's at. And we're going to get into that ass. But before we do, let me give you a little background. Little the bombardier beetle. We're in our kingdom animalia. animalia. Wow, I just died (laughs) we're in phylum arthropoda class insecta order coleoptera family carabidae and then there's just like 500 species of this thing oh they're broken into like four different tribes uh wow i'm gonna go through those very quickly it's the bracconini the pausini the ozerini and the metrini so like which one are you (laughs) i like the last one metrini Metrini. Um, but yeah, there's all a... the ways that you said them. It just yes. sounded like you were listing Pokemon, like every single one of them. <laughs> That's a we have a grass type, a fire type, a water type, <laughs> and an electric type. They're like Eevees, <laughs> but they're gross beetles instead. Fun, collect them all. Oh, I love that. I would die for this little Eevee beetle. But as I said, there's more than 500 species altogether, and 40 of those live in the United States. Cool. Uh, where do they live if there are five in your home you may ask in your skin in your eyes (laughs) yes but in all those places except for antarctica (laughs) okay cool (laughs) so anyone up there is good your skin and your eyes are are safe (laughs) not good (laughs) if you're in antarctica yeah you're all good up there uh they're on every continent except for antarctica they do favor woodlands and grasslands in temperate zones but they can basically be found anywhere that there's like a place to lay their eggs underground it's like <laughs> wet and safe Ew. i know isn't that kind of yucky a little bit yucky a little bit concerning maybe it's concerning to me <laughs> <laughs> i'm concerned uh, <laughs> color me concerned uh they're carnivorous and by the way just a little background i'm going to be giving all of this kind of like general information very quickly because i want to get to the meat of it okay um which is their ass and what that ass can do. But first off, they're carnivorous, and uh, this includes the larva. So they're kind of just eating other insects at every stage of their life, and okay. they hunt at night for those insects. If they're not hunting or searching around for whatever, they just kind of like chill with others of their own species. And in the place that they live, it's usually where they're going to search out places to lay their eggs. So wherever they're kind of like living, they're going to go and find some decaying matter, shove their eggs in there. And dip, and then they're good to go. Whenever I look at a bug, I just always assume that bug's, like, gonna come just go eat a leaf, you know? Yeah, not this guy. He doesn't want that. And I just feel like that's probably not the case for a lot of things, but... <laughs> you offer you offer him leaf, he slap leaf. And he, he said, says, no, no, I want bug. I just don't <laughs> picture them, like, just chomping each other, but they do all the time. He really gets into it. He's not gonna accept that leaf of yours. He's gonna be mad about it. 
Anyway, uh, the lifespan, the only thing that I could find said that they live for, like, several weeks, which could honestly mean anything more than, like, three weeks. Thanks for the info, yeah. Makes it even more ominous. But what do they look like? If you're not looking at a photo, I'm going to describe them to you. They are roughly two and a half centimeters long, or around an inch long on average. Keep in mind, we're describing 500 species collectively, so just take that with a grain of salt. Generally speaking, they have a reddish-orange head and limbs. They look super familiar. Have... Like, I feel like I've seen it in my life. Oh. Oh, that's concerning. <laughs> uh, and then they have, like, a bluish-green wing covering. There's also variations that can be black with, like, stripes and stuff. But it just depends. It just depends one. where you are, you know? Cool. Uh, the anatomy of the bombardier beetle is... They're a beetle. They're a How ground beetle. So it's Bombardier? Bombardier? Yeah. Bombardier. Yes, it's B-O-M-B-A-R-D-I-E-R. Bombardier. Bombardier. It kind of bounces off the tongue, you know? Bombardier, yeah. It's fun to say. It's fun to, like, erase that second, or that first R. Yeah, that doesn't have any business with me. (laughs) Bombardier. I don't recognize your power here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, what is that? It's Lord of the Rings of Two Towers, I think. When Gandalf appears and, like, that old crusty man is like, you have no power here. Yeah, no, you know that's some nerd about? shit. No, you know Shut I don't. <laughs> if only you would watch something good for once. No. The anatomy of the bombardier beetle is the same as really any type of ground beetle. It's broken up into three sections, the head, the thorax, and the abdomen. They do have wings, but they can't really fly, like, right mm-hmm. away if there's a threat. Um, and those wings are stored under wing cover so it like takes them a second to actually pop that bad bad boy out and get out yeah you know he's gotta like take his coat off before he can run away shed those layers uh so it's gonna take a little bit which is actually one of the reasons their butt explodes which we're gonna (laughs) talk about here in a second but um (laughs) let me just see here let me make sure i got through all the background bits before we get to the he's kind of cute like i'm seeing a picture of one from the front and his mm-hmm. eyeballs are big, and so he has like that, like puppy he's got dog like eye. A, he's got like an woo face. Yeah, I was gonna say anime <laughs> face, which I guess is the same thing. <laughs> sure, fucking is woo face. Ooh, woo. Okay, I think uh, I think we got through all the boring business. Let's get to the butt business. <laughs> There's like a bug guy out here just like screaming, like that's my favorite business, and you fucking sped through. <laughs> I hate you, Florence Vada. We've made an enemy this day. Okay, their butt, their butt. They have two large glands that open at the tip of their abdomen. Okay. And both of these exist internally. So we're in their their, their butt inside. region, that big, bodacious butt. We're inside. Imagine it. So they have these I little glands sure. that open up, and they are um, the outermost area of a thick-walled vestibule inside. Okay. Now, in this vestibule, there's a mixture of two different enzymes, um, or types of enzymes that break down hydrogen peroxide. They're catalases and peroxidases. Um, these are obviously really important for a lot of different reasons and different, like, um, cell metabolism and stuff like that, but they have a very specific purpose in the bombardier beetle um, because they are stored here, but they also take part in a reaction that happens a little bit later. And these are, the catalases and the peroxidases are both produced by um, cells that, like, secrete this into the lining of the vestibule. So they're just kind of always there. 
Okay. Uh, this is gonna get very <laughs> chemistry heavy. I'm definitely keeping up. Like, I'm, I'm right fucking there with you for <laughs> sure. Like, okay, just great. fucking keep going because I, I got you. Because I aced Okem and I got this. <laughs> I'm um, there. Okay, so then both of these glands that they have, those two large glands, also have a very thin-walled and compressible reservoir within them. And this reservoir contains an aqueous solution of what's known as hydroquinones and hydrogen peroxide, or hydroquinones. It's a regional thing, just fucking deal with it. I'm going to be referring to them as quinones from here on out, so suck it. Uh, But it's a mixture of those two things, and they're in that little sac inside the bigger gland. Okay. Got all that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So here's what happens. Say our little our little friend, our little, I'm going to call him a BB for short since he's the bombardier beetle. He yes. is dooting along. Yes. Living his best life. Yes. It's nighttime. Maybe he's out for a date. Maybe he's out for some dinner. Maybe it's both. He is threatened. What is he going to do? First off, he is going to internally open a valve, which allows the aqueous solution in that little reservoir which is what those are the hydroquinones and the hydrogen peroxide. And he's going to open that up and allow that to travel from that little reservoir to the vestibule where the enzymes are. Mm-hmm. This is going to kickstart a chemical reaction, which is going to just do a lot of shit. So the <laughs> catalases that are in the vestibule wall uh, basically decompose the hydrogen peroxide um, into water and oxygen gas. Then... The peroxidases, which are in that same vestibule wall, are going to oxygenate the hydroquinones and make them into quinones. Um, So they're going to release this now-made quinone and hydrogen gas. Put those two things together between the two enzymes, and what you get is that you start with hydroquinones and hydrogen peroxide, chemical reaction occurs, you end up with your quinone and water. Um... So there's a lot of stuff going on very, very quickly. This all happens in, like, a fraction so of a second, second mind yeah. you. Yeah. And it's not really something they do consciously. It's obviously, like, right. an automatic response. Right. He's not, like, open up my bung now. He's like, He's like I'm mm. afraid, and his bung just opens. <laughs> he gets scared, and he starts pulling out his chemicals. <laughs> like, it's, t- it's time to do some chemistry. He puts his PPE on, and he washes yes. his hams. And he turns his Bunsen burner on. <laughs> um... So, like I said, this this results in your quinones and your and your water. Uh, specifically, this results in the creation of what's known as benzoquinones, which are irritants to the skin, the eyes, and the respiratory system of vertebrates. So this is going to be really handy for him because it's going to be part of his defense mechanism. But before before we get into that, um, there's still a lot of stuff that happens. So he's made these products. Now, what does he do with them? Now, because the reaction itself is what's known as exothermic, meaning it releases energy out mm-hmm. into the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is releasing his energy in the form of heat. Okay. So what happens is the mixture, this like this chemical like quinone and water mixture, uh, basically boils. It reaches two hundred and twelve degrees Fahrenheit, which Shut is just shy <laughs> of boiling. Um, for anyone who does Celsius, it's a hundred degrees, just shy of a hundred degrees Celsius, and it vaporizes roughly a fifth of that mixture. And then the pressure buildup from the vaporization of that and the near boiling causes the entrance valves, the ones on their butt, (laughs) to, or I'm sorry, causes the entrance valves from the storage chambers of these chemicals to shut. 
Yeah, so this protects the beetle from them shooting it back into themselves. And on the flip <laughs> that, side... <laughs> fucking backdraft, baby! Woo! That came back! Boil, just fucking boil yourself. It's that Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Jesus! But they, um... So it causes those to shut. And then on the flip side, on the butt side, is when those valves that shoot out to the world causes those to open. And okay. essentially this boiling, foul-smelling liquid is, ex- like, violently expelled... From his butt through this outlet valve. And in the process, not only is it releasing the exothermic reaction, um, releasing heat, but it also makes a loud pop sound, like a hissing oh, pop great. sound. So it's just getting shot with a firecracker out of this thing's <laughs> asshole. It's getting shot with, like, a boiling acid firecracker. Yeah. So it's, like, he, like the things I'm picturing to try to just follow along because... Yes, yes. I'm picturing, first, those little, like, hand warmers that you have to, like, squish to start the chemical yes. reaction. Sure. And then two, Mentos and Coke. <laughs> oh, exactly. No, that's actually and quite then just, like, heat close. up to 200 fucking degrees Fahrenheit. Blow it out of your... And shoot fingers. it out of your asshole. <laughs> yes, So if exactly. I put boiling water and Mentos uh-huh. mm-hmm. into my butt... Put boiling Coke in Mentos. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, water wouldn't do fuck all. That's just a weird... Just go ahead and skip a step there. <laughs> just a weird way to clean you out. <laughs> Wowie. Fucking geyser. Uh, my... Here's me. Here's my thing. Uh-huh. Yes. Um... Man, I don't, I can't do any kind of tricks like that. That's a, that's a cool party trick. I can't a party trick. anything with my butt. I don't think. Right. That would. Well, be you helpful. don't know until you try. Right. Maybe you we're know. Okay, you might... Maybe we've never just been sufficiently frightened. <laughs> I have been sufficiently frightened. I had a bat flying in my face. <laughs> there was that horrible seal towel on our bed in the cruise. Like, <laughs> I have been frightened. I, I don't know. I don't think maybe you've been frightened. So maybe you're just sitting no. on these hydroquinones and yeah. this hydrogen peroxide and some sack inside of you, and you just don't know it. I'm sitting on some secrets, literally and figuratively. Hell yeah! I can't wait to terrify you <laughs> until you I'll show give you me my a chemical form. burn. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, so on the outside, what does this look like? So you've got your bombardier beetle. He is doing his night walks. He gets threatened. In a fraction of a second, he will spin his booty around and then just shoot this out and he sprays it at them and it makes this popping sound makes this hissing sound whatever the threat was that was near him is going to be sprayed in the face with boiling fluid they're going right. to get a chemical burn okay that's what there's going to be steam yeah it's going to be hissing and then a really loud banging pop because that's what i was going to ask is like the chemical reaction of these two things is it just the point of it is producing heat but it's literally pro- like producing an irritant that just happens to be on fucking fire also. Yeah, that's the benzoquinones. So those are the irritants, the, the okay. skin and the eye and the respiratory irritants. It's literally just like throwing hot acid. <laughs> Quite literally. Just spraying it out of their butt in like, in the blink of There's an eye. There's something worse about it coming from its butt, you know? It's I know, like offensive. it um, adds insult to injury, I think. Yes. But their glands can store enough of the hydroquinone and the hydrogen peroxide to allow the beetle to spray up to 20 times uh, in, in like, this, like, instant, in this, like, one Whoa. instant. He can do it Yeah, so they're just kind of, just, like, So he's not one and done. He can, like. No. He's doing this, like, mad chemistry, like, real quick. And then he can cook some more up for later. Oh, absolutely. Well, he's just, like, like, it's all, like, those 20 times are, like. This wombat is attacking me. This yeah. wombat, that poor thing, it's attacking me. And then wombat never he's just hurt like, anybody. Like 20 times. And like, 
I mean, that wombat's probably going to leave. But then he's, like, good and he can just leave. Wow. So he's nothing yes. like those little hand warmers because they're just once and then they're done. Yeah, you know, he's good to go. He's um he's refillable for sure. <laughs> for sure. He's, he's reusable. I, you know, I kind of admire. I um, am grateful in the fact that I have never been kidnapped. <laughs> um, okay. Or any kind of instance where I need to use uh, any kind of defense mechanism, you know, to protect mm-hmm. myself. Sure. But in my head, I have always, like, thought that I would just, like, piss and shit and scream and, like, make myself throw up, like, all at the same time. So I yes. can kind of relate. This seems, like, like on track, you know? Like, this is kind of, like, how I would react. I don't have the secret superpower portion, but it'd be that pretty scary of. still, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think our little friend here probably gets pretty nervous, and that's what kind of kicks it off, you know? Right. Because yeah, I, I have think to it's imagine, a great defense like, mechanism. Man, I wish, I don't know, I wish we had cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my butt erupted. All we have is, like, guns, chemicals. and, like, that's not that great. I wish I, know, I could shoot good. hot acid out my butt when I feel Okay, well, threatened. listen to this, though. There's a little bit more about the reaction, to take or reaction itself. First, or have to have a flap. Or just burn through it. Burn through your pants every time. It's not going to stop it. You just have to have, like, your pants with a little hole in the butt. a little hole. Yeah. Yeah, Just sticking out. Um, But the flow of reactants into the chamber itself where all that occurs, uh, and the ejection itself, happens over the course of a series of 70 pulses, and this is at a rate of 500 pulses per second. So if you think about that, again, that's, like, lightning fast right so not in the and, blink of an eye like oh less than like literally of a, blink. a nanosecond yeah yeah <laughs> um and the pulsations themselves are caused by uh repeating micro explosions and this is a result of continuous pressure on the reservoir where all those um chemicals are and the opening and closing of the valve that controls like incoming access to that chamber so it's sort of like a it, well, it's basically a pressure system, and so it's not, like, a mechanical, mm. like, muscle-based system. Okay. So he doesn't have to expend any energy doing this. No. This is all happening based on, like, the chemical reactions yeah. itself and the pressure that's built up. And this is obviously really beneficial to survival because instead of using his energy to, like, pulse those muscles, it's just residual pressure. So right. he can just, just, like, like a little squeeze, focus on getting blow. away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that saves his energy so he can flee. And then, uh, one cool thing too, is that when new reactants are introduced into the vestibule where the enzymes are stored, it reduces the temperature of that chamber. So that in turn protects the enzymes, the peroxidases and the catalases that are there from just breaking down with the heat. It's called thermal denaturation, but it means that they don't just like one and done it. Like he can reuse that. Over and over and over, because he's wow. being responsible with his chemicals. Yeah. Because obviously yeah. it's, like, an energy expenditure to, you know, be alive and eat and then, like, make Absolutely. Those. But I also feel like because he can just, like, restock, like, is he pretty loose? I feel like he's probably pretty loose with this. Like, you look at him wrong and he's going to squirt ya. <laughs> like, what yeah, is his true. threshold? You know? He's got, like, a, he's got, like, a, a hairpin trigger there. What is his fight or flight range? <laughs> I feel like it's pretty fucking far away and he's still gonna fucking fight well that's a good point because the reason that they do this is because again they can't like unfurl those wings to get away very quickly yeah and so this is buying them time and so it's thought 
that it kind of came about because of uh, pressures in their environments from ants. So, like, ants, you know, are, like, everywhere, and they're really fast, and, like, nothing fucks with them. Right. And so this beetle, to be able to properly live in this environment, they had to have some sort of defense mechanism that allowed them enough time to, like, fly away and get away. Would it it's pretty interesting. Man? I think so. I mean, 200 20 pulses. Degrees Fahrenheit? <laughs> 212. I mean, that would kill an ant, right? I mean, that's well, not yeah, even I mean, just like an ant. You got like, hooked. <laughs> between that and the steam and the chemical burn. Yeah, and just flash the fright, I would think. <laughs> chemical warfare. I think the thing that would kill me this is like the surprise, you know? Like a loud noise is going to probably just oh, stop yeah. my heart. But he's literally, literally bringing, like, chemical warfare to, like, a neighborhood brawl. Like, it's just excessive. <laughs> you didn't fucking think I'd be here. <laughs> like, Should have oh. brought your acid to this fist fight, my guy. <laughs> yeah, like, well. Jesus. Ten steps ahead. Um, one important thing is that not all bombardier beetles can do this. They don't oh. all spray like this. Um I mean, again, there's 500 species of them, so they all have, like, their own quirks. Right. But um, some of them can, and one of them that can do that is the African bombardier beetle. So that's the one you usually see in, like, videos and stuff when they show off this type of thing. It's fucking wild, though. And actually, the African one has this interesting ability that they can swivel their, like, butthole cannon uh, up to 270 degrees around what? and thrust it between their legs and discharge the fluid. So what? they can, like, twist it up. They can twist it to the side. They can twist it under. Two, wait. 270 degrees. Almost. seventy. Yeah. I read that the only place, like, the only physical way that they can't actually get it is um, near their eyes, which, like, makes sense. You don't want to get high in your own supply. <laughs> 270 degrees. Yeah, so he's just got, like, flexible ass, and then, like... Oh, I see this. Yes, because he's shooting it under himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fuck. So it doesn't really matter where the threat's coming from. He's gonna... He's gonna get you. He's gonna spray you. Flexible. He probably <laughs> does this, like, um... Flexible. <laughs> the Shakira, like, abdomen strength, like, belly dancing. Like, his core strength Ooh. is... Out of this world. Out of this world, yes. <laughs> this guy can fucking crush a beer can with his abs. With his fucking <laughs> abs. His lower abs. <laughs> can you make your butthole point 270 degrees in any direction? I cannot. No, I can barely make it point its natural direction. My core strength is blob. zero. <laughs> Especially with all this bread sitting around. Fuck. <laughs> um, so that itself is like crazy enough and like really interesting but yeah there's a lot of uh t- talk about like the evolution of this defense mechanism right and it's a hotly debated topic and it's thought that this likely evolved through natural selection just like most other things do of other beetles defenses and you can actually see kind of those different variations across the different species of beetle and one thing that has really been a point of contention has been between, like, evolutionary biology and, like, creationist theory, which is disgusting bullshit. We do not put up with that. It is not science. But the bombardier beetle has been historically cited by creationists as a perfect example of what's called irreducible complexity, uh, which is the idea that the process could not have evolved by successive small modifications, i.e. natural selection, in the pre-existing systems. And so they're basically saying that a complex mechanism 
couldn't have evolved this acid spraying butthole on its right. own. And because of that, it's an example of intelligent design, which is like the God idea of, like, God gave him... Yeah, like a higher being, like a diarrhea. divine being, like, made him as he is so that he could do this. Because it's so complex, like, how would he be able to make it on his own? That's um, fucking rude, common... isn't it? You're just saying <laughs> he, he couldn't do that. it on his own? That's fucking rude. <laughs> he worked hard for that. Yeah, the, the common, I guess, uh, train of thought is that people, like, the creationist idea would ask, like, why would separate glands have evolved when it's clear that there is no evolutionary advantage until their contents are mixed. So they're saying, like, why would they have those two chambers? Why would they evolve independently if there was no reason for them to do so until they, you know, mix those things together? Yeah. And so that's just, this is, like, their reasoning, that it must have been created as it is um, so that they could readily fight off predators, which is bonkers. What a weird thing to, to like, hill to die on. This, like, beetle's ass juice, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's... Well, it's annoying because it's like a fundamental misunderstanding of evolutionary biology, which, again, like I realize a lot of people out there aren't going to be fucking experts on. But you also have to trust science at some point. I think point, the Creation you know? Museum has that like um, there's there's a new museum about it. And I'm pretty sure they have like a person riding a dinosaur. I've always wanted to go. It's really far away. Oh. But I think they have like just people just chilling with dinosaurs. Okay. Well, that's not. Real. So I wonder in the music. Mm-hmm. Why? Here's the thing: we have to go now because we have to see if they have a. Uh, That's true. We got to do our due diligence. Let's see if they have a beetle exhibit, and they're talking about this beetle's butthole. Okay. Well, again, their their whole thing is that they're saying that like this is too complex and perfect and like specific for it to have developed through natural selection on its own. But like I said earlier, they you have tons of different other species which have variations of this which have been entirely successful. So one common issue that's been brought up is like, well, why would they have these chemicals if the only way that they do anything is when they're mixed together? So the answer to that, using science, is that quinones are precursors to, I know, right? They're precursors to what's called sclerotonin, or excuse me, sclerotin. Sorry, my notes are chicken scratch. It's called sclerotin. And this is a brownish substance that beetles produce, and it's used to harden their exoskeletons. So they already got that. Check, bitch. Uh, the next thing is that um, Check some mark, beetle species. atheists. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Um, some beetles are also known to store uh, a foul-smelling quinone. Oh, um, yeah. Bugs are stinky all the time. So they've always. all got that. And this includes, like, hydroquinone, which is what our boy has, in small sacks under their skin as a predator deterrent. They just have those. And they right. have them in these little, like, sub-skin sacks. Um, and, in fact, all of the beetles in the family that this guy is in, the Carabidae, do this. They all have these, like, little, like, quinone sacks. Like, let them be. And then they're, last, they're like, wondering, like, where what happened to the hydrogen peroxide? Where did that come from? Right. Well, you dumb bitch. Hydrogen peroxide <laughs> is a common byproduct. Of the metabolism of cells in the body. It's just fucking there, dude. It's, it's science. There. Some beetles <laughs> some beetles mix it with hydroquinone, uh, which leads to a reaction, again, which produces heat and pressure and pushes chemicals out onto their skin. So while our boy has, like, developed a way to, like, do a instantaneous reaction and shoot it out of his asshole, some boys do that a similar reaction and then they push it up through their skin. And then it's just, they've just got this, like, acid skin. God. This hot acid skin. 
which is my band name. <laughs> Does it make more sense for him to make a spicy beetle with acid diarrhea or just yeah. to like make everybody else vegetarian like why just don't let people eat him <laughs> right that's true we can never know what daddy darwin was thinking why would you him. why would you give him the ability to not get eaten why just stop him stop him from getting eaten if that's what you wanted well maybe this is how they did it well here's what i want to know if I eat him and I chomp, yes. I'm I'm yes. breaking down barriers. Is it gonna is he gonna explode in my mouth? <laughs> More than likely, yeah. He's gonna be like a hot garbage. So why explosion. does anybody want to eat him? Because he's out there, like looking cute. I guess they just don't know. They can't. Yeah, I actually saw a, liz- or a lizard. I saw a video of a lizard that tries to mimic the bombardier beetle. Sometimes a whole like, lizard. Habitat. Yeah, this whole ass lizard is trying to like slither around. Well, I guess he doesn't slither if he's a beetle. He's trying to, like, scuttle around like this beetle. Uh, what? kind of look like him so that these other predators don't eat him. I get, like, a, another bug doing it, but why would a stupid lizard? You have a tail. No, <laughs> no it no looks fucking fooled. ridiculous. Idiot. He basically, he basically just, like, you just look like an idiot. his, like, pelvis down, and his tail drags along the ground. He kind of, like, scuttles. It's really odd. I guess it works sometimes. Maybe he just did it for Halloween, you know? Like, it was just a joke. Like, maybe he wasn't being serious. <sighs> I know, right? The cameraman caught him, like, right as he was, like, going home. He's like, we no, project man, a me. lot onto animals is all I'm saying. We don't know what they're into. Okay, and every animal I've ever met is, like, weird and insane, so. Yeah, that's the crazy part is, like, we see an animal do one thing and we're like, wow, they must all do that. And then it's like, if aliens watched me do everything I do in a day and they were like, humans must do that. <laughs> Fucking sad state of affairs for a human race. Sorry, guys. I do weird shit. My bad, my bad. My fucking bad. <laughs> but the point of all this is that, like, we have scientific yeah, Fana, evidence what's the point? all along the way. We have all this evidence along the way to refute the idea of creationism in this circumstance. Now's the point where you can say, checkmate, atheists. <laughs> checkmate, atheists. Oh, wait, no, I think we're checkmating the wrong people. Che- oh. The mm. atheist said, checkmate. <laughs> Flip it um, around. Hell yeah. I just watched a video of a beetle escaping from a toad's mm-hmm. stomach. Did you see that? Oh, I did not watch that one. So this toad, they put a Japanese common toad mm-hmm. in with the bombardier beetle, and he slumps it. And then it says, researchers could hear the sound of the spray in the toad's mouth. He makes a funny face. And then it says, 88 minutes later, this toad <gasps> regurges the living beetle. And it just, like, goes about its business covered in just, like, stomach acid. What? And it says, toad and beetle part ways, both unharmed. I'm sorry. 88 minutes later? That's too many. I'm sending you this. I'm upset. <laughs> I don't want to spend any time minutes. in a toad's stomach, let alone 88 minutes. That's 88 minutes too many for That's me. That's so too bud. many minutes. Oh, I forgot to mention, the bombardier beetle, uh, <laughs> in their butt, the muscles that prevent the leakage from the reservoir leakage. also um, developed a valve which controls the discharge of that substance discharge. and an elongated abdomen to control direction of the discharge. Discharge. You said leakage once, and you said discharge once. <laughs> I don't need the fucking police on my tail. <laughs> These are just words that bring up uncomfortable feelings. Don't talk to me. <laughs> hey, 
podcast co-host. Don't you dare fucking talk to me. <laughs> Don't you dare speak another word <laughs> for the rest of this recording. <laughs> uh, Conservation-wise. scream into the void like I've been doing. What did I just say? Conservation-wise. They don't know. They don't know because there's so many of them, but they think they're doing okay. They don't know shit. <laughs> they actually don't. They think they're stable, but they just don't fucking Have know. Have you ever tried to count beetles? There's a lot of them, and they're hard to find. That's a fool's errand. Please. Please. Like I'm going to sit here counting beetles. No way. Puff Not me. Leaves. No way. <laughs> Who, me? No Not way. Not beetles. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way. Me? No. <laughs> No way, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who, me? I'm sorry. Were you referring to me? Who, me? That got me fired up. I'm about to shoot That's... acid out my asshole. I'm so worked up. <laughs> if I was a Bombardier beetle, I would just ruin my chair. <laughs> shoot right through. Right to the floor. God. Oh, my God. What a horrible Zero to visual. 60. I love Tokyo Drift. I do think he's fast and furious. Mm. I love That's his coloring. I think that's, like, yes. very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't you come up with a short list? What's the one thing you love about him and the one thing you hate about him? Okay. <laughs> I love his ubu eyes. I love anime eyes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't like that he spent 88 minutes in this one toad. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot judge an entire species, <laughs> an entire fucking family off of the actions of one weird beetle. I do think he has too many legs, and that goes for a lot of things. Well, what the fuck is he supposed to do with less legs? <laughs> the same shit. I get around five, and I got two. Yeah, fucking right. You fall always. I know people who don't have any, and they could be better, but they get around. <laughs> well, fuck. Yeah, I guess. But that just, one, two, three, four, there's six of them. Well, maybe he needs six. How many does it take, you know? How many legs does it take to shoot chemical acid? Chemical acid is redundant, I guess. How about, <laughs> hmm, hmm, hmm. Hot juice. How about, how about, hmm, hmm. <laughs> He's a hot pocket ready to explode. Oh. Watch him. Fresh from the microwave. Molten hot pocket. He's like a. Fuck's sake. He's like a volcano over here ready to erupt. Did you see that Krakatoa erupted? Did it? Yeah. Are you lying to me? No. What? Like, the other day. Like, a couple days ago. <laughs> it's like, fucking fake news. It did? Yeah, when? Oh, just, like, a couple, like, the other day. Whatever. What the fuck? <laughs> we we are here for the hard-hitting facts and up-to-date news. I don't think it did. Yeah, it did. It erupted on April something. 1st. <laughs> 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 no. No, it erupted on, like, April 10th or something. World's ending, y'all. <laughs> you didn't believe me. You're so rude. I still don't, but... Um, okay, I'm gonna wrap up this beetle. Here's the thing. Yes. If volcanoes are erupting, there are no rules anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And... So true. I just feel like if... You want to have six legs, fine. If you what? If you want to have six legs, fine. Oh, I thought you said if you want to have sex, that's fine. If you want to have sex. Whoa, 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 what's happening? Oh, nope, never mind. <laughs> Checkmate, <got> atheist. <laughs> I got another ping, but it was not for... <gasps> Ring fit! <laughs> okay, well, you need to stop um, screaming about that. Shh. <laughs> you have no idea. 
You have no idea. <laughs> okay, give me a TLDL because I'm, I'm, I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, just so y'all know, we had to edit out a care. freak out that Flora had. She missed out on a game. The game that she wanted was on was available. She missed out because we were recording, and now she's <laughs> mad. Okay, here's the thing. If you hear a, a very it. distinct tonal shift in this recording, <laughs> I will because... explain it again. I have Discord, text, email, browser notifications set up for uh, Ring Fit Adventures, which hasn't been in stock for like six fucking months, and it went live for one minute while we were recording, but I muted everything. We record <laughs> once a week for one hour. The chances of it falling in that hour are fucking abysmal. Did it? Yes. Did I miss it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, she's been angry. <laughs> I mean, what, what are the chances? With. I don't Today, know. Today, four twenty nine p.m. Fucking donk. <laughs> Fucking donk. Fuck it, donk. Okay, well, is this like a Pokemon get... or not? I wish it was. I hope it is. I didn't look into I its keep... Pokemon origins. You can do that while I do our Tilda Swinton. All right, Bombardier Beetle. What is he? He's a ground beetle. There's so many of him, over five hundred species, and he lives all over the world except for Antarctica. Uh, he is. Usually what if someone found. brought him down there? He'd fucking flee. Even if just one <laughs> lived and died there, would it count? I think he's like a magnet, you know? When you could put like two magnets together and they repel. He would just like boink back into non-Antarctica. <laughs> boink back. He'd boink his way out of there. Uh, they are carnivorous animals. They eat other insects. And they lay their eggs underground. Interesting stuff. He's roughly about an inch long, and he has, like, reddish, blackish, bluish coloring. There's variations. We're going to get to the meat of this, TLDL, and uh, that is that uh -huh. his butthole explodes out, explodes. boiling fluid, full of chemicals, boiling. and steam. It hisses, and it makes a loud pop. This happens when they're threatened through a number of very interesting chemical reactions, which we went into great detail in about 20 minutes ago. And... Uh, it allows them to make these things up, and they produce what's called uh, benzoquinones, which are eye irritants and respiratory irritants and skin irritants and every type of irritant, and water. And it comes out at roughly 212 degrees Fahrenheit, which is just shy of boiling. And so they spray this chemical boiling, burning, hissing, steaming thing all over whatever's threatening them, and it makes a loud pop and allows them to build up enough time to get away, make a hasty retreat. It's basically like a smoke bomb, but just fucking worse. <laughs> uh, and they do this, again, in, in their abdomen through all these, like, interesting chemical reactions. This entire example of the bombardier beetle has been hotly debated between evolutionary biologists and creationists. Uh, the idea of, like, how it came about, because it's so complex, so specific, and so intricately and, uh, I guess, specifically designed. So they're trying to figure out how it came about, whether or not some, like weird dude surfing around in the sky did it or whether or not it came about through natural selection so place your bets it was definitely one not the other but what do i know conservation wise he we don't actually know there's too many of them they're all over the world but people think that they're doing just fine and why wouldn't they be if they're just like this steamy burny hot unstoppable pocket? yeah you can't get a hold of these guys but that's it that's the bombardier beetle can you shoot He's... anything out of your butt? Because I can't. Well, I haven't tried. So. Everyone, if you're looking for a quarantine activity, <laughs> go try and shoot uh, benzoquinones 
out of your butthole. Let Here's us know. Thing. Don't report back. No. <laughs> no. No. Keep it to yourself. Let us know. You... <laughs> no. Message Flora specifically. <laughs> All I'm thinking that if humans could do this, there'd be weird fetishes about it. Oh, fuck's sake. You're right. You know there would be. Damn it. I'm okay. sure there already is about the fucking beetle, to be honest. <laughs> People are like, I can get behind that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what that ass do, though. It's good ass. Okay, well, thank you everyone for joining us this week as we learn about the bombardier beetle. You travel down a road of insanity with Flora and me, and <laughs> we hope you're all doing well, staying safe, staying healthy, staying inside, and looking out for one another. Uh, if you guys are interested in supporting the podcast, we hope that you would check out other episodes. You can also follow our social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you'd like to uh, send in suggestions for quick and dirty topics, we're always looking for those. You can send those at keeperchat at gmail.com. And you can always take a look at our website, which is keeperchatpodcast.com. And it has all of our episodes and keeps a running tally of all the money we've donated to conservation and all that good info also if you're looking to become even more involved we highly suggest you check out our patreon it's patreon.com slash keeper chat and you can join under two different tiers um, both of them give you access to bonus episodes and behind the scenes content and you get to kind of uh, help us choose what animals we talk about each week but if you choose our higher tier you also get um, some extra perks like shout outs on the show and gifts and things like that but both uh both of those tiers also give you access to our Discord, which we're really active on. Um, we use it all the time. We have tons of different channels. It's not just for gaming, so if you're out there listening and you're concerned about that, we have tons of different things, tons of different ways for people to connect and hang out with us, and we do lots of movie nights and game nights and stuff like that. So we encourage you all to check it out, and your patronage helps keep our podcast ad-free, which is yeah. the best. Um, that's it. you have anything you want to add, Flora? Um, no, I think that was good. Okay, great. Well... We'll see y'all next week. Smell you later. Bye. Bye.